All day, all day podcast. Happy Talking Point Tuesday, June 8th. Hope everyone's doing great. Doing great, great, great. Better than the Niners are doing, apparently. Did anyone uh, hear? Injuries have already started to hurt the Niners. Yes. Not good news. Tavarius Moore, Terrace's Achilles, Justin School, Terrace's ACL at practice. So uh, there goes an offensive tackle and there goes a DB right off the board. Haven't even really gotten into training camp. These are like a like volunteer OTAs or something like that. Voluntary and rookie mini camps. Um. Yeah, I hope this is not an uh, indication of what the 2021 season is going to be like. Because if so, shit is going to suck. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's not good. Not good. But Niner fans, rejoice. We're used to this, right? Remember when Crabtree went down? Maybe like uh, five, six seasons ago in training camp. People were like, oh, what you going to do? Bosa last year. Second game. Who's against the Jets or the Giants? I can't remember, but that New York turf sucks ass. Cheeks. <laughs> Solomon Thomas got hurt. He was out for the season. Now he ain't even on the Niners anymore. He's on the Raiders. He's still a cool guy. But uh, injury bug, not good. Hopefully Jimmy G can stay healthy. Uh, thank God we have uh, a decent amount of offensive linemen and DBs. And uh, pretty much deep at every other position running back. I think our thinnest position might be wide receiver. Uh, and then maybe offensive line, if I were to say. So, we're only fucking up on 50, 50% of that right now since uh, Jason School or Justin School went out. Uh, so, yeah, I don't know what the Niners are going to do on uh, offensive line. It's going to be uh, interesting. But uh, <laughs> Niners are kind of uh, either they were uh, concerned or morale on the team was uh, low. Apparently, they uh, stopped practice for the day and... Uh, they're going to work on like games and stuff and like mental drills and stuff like that. So seems like the Niners are kind of like butthurt about the injuries to you. Um, I don't know what's going on. Everyone seemed hella happy at Sonoma, right? Getting all pumped up. Niners are in Vegas. And then you get a couple of significant injuries like this and everyone's like. <laughs> all the air is out of my balloon. <laughs> oh, man. We'll see what happens, though. We'll see what happens. Uh, Talking Point Tuesday. I guess we're just going to talk about uh, shitty fans. Uh, if you all don't know, the Giants wore 
pride jerseys and hats on Saturday's game here against the Cubs. I don't know if anyone saw or watched, but the Giants had a pride patch on the jersey. They had a pride hat. Um, they had a special home base that had the pride SF emblem on it. Um, and the Giants wears, uh, players were wearing uh, pride accessories with their uniforms, like sleeves and gloves and shoes. If you're someone that has hate in your heart, so significant that those things really irritate you to the point you don't want to watch Giants baseball or purchase any kind of Giants memorabilia or apparel. Number one, stay the fuck home. And number two, stay the fuck off social media. And number three, don't ever fucking talk to me. But uh, I don't know if anyone's heard of a Susan Slusser. She's a beat writer. She's with the A's for a long time. She's a great beat writer. I think she actually has a book, too. Never read the book. But she's a cool person to interact with on uh, social media. And, and she's a apparently bisexual. I did not know this. Um, she's kind of cute, too. She's kind of older. But, uh, yeah, I've kind of followed her for a long time. She's really smart. Good writer. Uh, got some good pieces. But, uh... Apparently, uh, someone sent her a message or an email writing about the Giants adding pride colors to their logo today. And uh, she was telling people, uh, this is why the Giants doing what they're doing is important. She got a nasty message from some piece of shit that was a Giants fan. I don't know if they are anymore. Almost sounds like Aubrey Huff. I don't know if anyone's uh, seen no Aubrey Huff, but he's a pretty good follow on Twitter. He's a pro Trump Trumper though. He's always saying some kind of crazy shit about like mass and freedom and women in sports and shit like this with the pride stuff. But him sometimes you could be like, eh, this guy's kind of messing around. He's got a good sense of humor. This person that sent Susan Slusser this email slash message is just a vile piece of shit. She was nice enough not to uh, name drop them. But I wish I knew their name because I would name drop the shit out of them. Let me read the message to you all. Someone wrote, I'm a lifelong Giants fan and former season ticket holder, as are my brother and sister. I am a retired law enforcement office and a Vietnam veteran. He meant to put officer, but he's an idiot. It is very sad to see a class organization like the San Francisco Giants support these queer sickos with a day honoring them. They don't deserve the publicity and recognition. The Q and LGBTQ stands for queer, and that's exactly what they are. They are not normal people. It should not be honored for their weird lifestyle. Not is in capital letters. I own over 50 pieces of Giants memorabilia, but will never spend another cent on the Giants, including game tickets. I've intended my last game. It's also sad that all the sports people, writers, etc. at the Chronicle are far-left radicals and support their abnormal behavior. 
The support of these queers is going to ruin the straight young people of today as these queers get special treatment. I also feel very sorry for you and your fellow workers for your crooked thinking. I must admit that is the most fucked up message to send someone, especially someone like Susan Slussler who is in fact bisexual and uh, I'm sure goes through all kinds of bullshit and douchebags like this. But I wish I knew this piece of shit's name. Just thought I uh, let people know what uh, some people in support of Pride go through. It's kind of fucked up. But fuck this guy and his piece of shit memorabilia. I wouldn't give him a red cent for it. This guy's obviously an asshole. But like I said, my podcast a long time ago, if you got that much hate in your heart or you don't want to attend games or watch, I'll take your fucking seat. And thankfully, thankfully to say this piece of shit was a season ticket holder. And now I am. So hopefully I took this motherfucker's seat in season ticket holders. Because, uh, honestly, I don't care if the Giants want to wear a pride patch on their jersey and shit to celebrate a lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, queer community. Uh, as long as other people are happy, who gives a shit? I'm pretty sure uh, there's a lot of people that are Giants fans. There's a lot of gay Giants fans. There's a lot of lesbian Giants fans. a lot of transgender Giants fans. a lot of binary Giants fans. I don't even know what the fuck that means, but whatever. If they want to call themselves robots, beep, boop, beep, boop. And want to um, consider themselves binary, that's cool. I really don't care. But if you're a Giants fan, man, hop on board. Welcome to the park. Um, look out for Lucille. He's cool. <laughs> um, I don't care enough to be such an asshole. So, right, Susan Slusser is such a fucked up message. But, uh, people, we got to stop this kind of hate. Uh, people already have enough. Uh, trouble in their lives that we all cannot see so uh, exhibiting and uh, outpouring such hate I don't understand it I really don't but uh, thank you sir for not coming to Oracle Park anymore keep your stanky ass out of the team store don't buy anything um Yeah, it's just uh, crazy to me uh, that there are still people in 2021 that think and act like this. Um, I don't know what it is. I don't know what's in the water. Um, people of color too. I don't. I mean, I I don't. I don't think they deserve messages like this. Uh, I guess even not white people. It's just like, eh, who cares? But uh, yeah, I don't know. So. It's a lot of bigotry out there. Uh, Just stay away. (laughs) Just stay away. But uh, I just thought I would talk about it on the the cast here. Because some people don't know that shit goes on. And some of the shit some beat writers go through too. So, uh, and as you, uh, as I read, Susan Slusser said that was just one of the emails she got. Um, I'm sure she's got a lot more. That's just ridiculous. But, uh, whatever. Got some sound, though. So, Yankee fans, turned up. They got this older chick. She looks like she's in her, like, uh, mid, mid-20s, mid early 30s. 
But she's uh, fighting a group of second graders, a bunch of Boston fans. Yes, if I would ask you what would be another huge rivalry besides Giants and Dodgers, Boston and the fucking Yankees is ridiculous. I remember years ago when there was a fight outside a bar between a Boston and a New York Yankee fan. And uh, one of them got in the truck and ran the other over and actually killed the other fan. It was like a big deal. I was like, uh, what are we doing, people? Uh, how far is this fandom going to take us? Is it going to take us to jail for life? <laughs> Killing someone else? It's the same like Brian Stowe shit. It's like, uh, maybe you want to might turn it down a little bit. You don't need to uh, kick a guy's head in and make sure he's brain damaged for life. and can't interact with his family for life. <laughs> um, but yeah, sometimes it's good fun. I'm not going to lie. This chick's not putting hands on anyone, but she's giving the these kids like the Fortnite sign and everything. Um, and it's like uh, one, two, three, four, five, like five kids, and it's just one older chick. I'm gonna play the sound. You can't really hear it too much, um, but you can hear some guy later be like, "They're ten or like they're second graders," <laughs> but it's a uh, hella funny. Uh, she's tossing up the loser sign to them and everything. Uh, it's probably one of the best thing about sports. So uh, here we go. Hey, you can hear some guy screaming, they're 10 years old. Oh, man. I swear, if you go to the ballpark, you will see something you have never seen. It's always something. I shit you not. Or you'll hear some dummy behind you (laughs) or some shitty conversation. It's something different every time. I guarantee you it's never the same day at the ballpark. Um, It's never like the office, man. Um. Apparently, this chick was uh, screaming at these kids, though, 27, as you could hear. And you could hear the other guy saying, you were alive for only three of those. (laughs) Which is probably true. I think the Yankees last won a championship, what, in 2009? And then before that, they just won a buttload from, like, 1999 to, like, 2002 or three. I think they won, like, five in, like, six years or some shit like that, or five. In a decent amount of time when they had Jeter and... Mariano Rivera and all those, uh, <laughs> Mike Mussina and all those other older Yankees. <laughs> but yeah, this bitch was screaming 27 at some 10 year olds and then tossing the Fortnite loser sign on her head. <laughs> I employ you to see the video. I'm sure it's on TikTok. TikTok. It's uh, at JZ or JS Live 23. They're the ones uh, that have the video up. It's ridiculous. <laughs> it's hella funny, though. It's hella funny. Man, although sports and fandom, that's probably like the best thing. Those interactions are priceless. Uh, got some sound here too from Deuce Mason. These are some peeps that got a podcast and they cover the Kings. Womp womp. The they're talking about since the the Mavericks are out. They're talking about uh, should the Kings call about Kristaps Porzingis? The unicorn that New York drafted and then traded to Dallas. Um, 
Apparently he might be a free agent. I don't know. Uh, but Deuce and Mo, they have a podcast and they're talking about if uh, Kings should go after Porzingis when the season is over. So I thought I'd play this crazy sound from people that cover the Kings for you guys. All Bay All Day podcast, taking it up to the North Cal. You have your alerts on and you get a Woj alert and it says breaking news. Sources say the Kings have reached a deal with Dallas to acquire Kristaps Porzingis in exchange for Buddy Heald and I don't know, some, something else. Here's what, what would your first thought to be? This is me as, as I analyze anything that happens like that. I'm not one of those people that goes, no, flips tables, get mad and said, this will never work out. With that situation, I would just be like, damn, that really makes me sad. Now, let me see what they're going to do with it. They they might have some crazy little plan. Again, because also if you're a Sacramento Kings fan and you're in Sacramento, there's always a new front office. So then you're always thinking maybe they have a different idea than the last one. Usually you're let down, but at the same time, that would just be my way of going into it. I would talk about like, man, I'm disappointed, but at the same time, let's wait and see. And then and then you get a small sample size. You still don't freak out. Then you get halfway through the season, and then he's only played 20 games, and then you start going, oh, no, this is, this is exactly yeah. what I thought it was going to be. Well, if you go by Deuce Mason's track record, mm-hmm. it's get upset about move, then somehow talk yourself into it, <laughs> if best case scenario. I don't see. I don't talk myself into it. Like I, I think sometimes it. I try to understand. I'm like, okay, what are this? I, I could see why they. Yes. Would, or honestly, with Porzingis, I go, I can see why a team would make the trade. It, it would be ballsy for sure, but for any team to make that move because it's a lot of money in his injury history. But then you, you can't help but then look at like he's twenty. He's gonna be twenty. And some of his numbers still, uh, even in a year where he's bad fit with Luca. Yeah. yeah, you know, bad fit with Luca. Maybe it works. But then I also question, oh. like, God, if you can't play with Luca, like, that's that's strange, right? What if we want to add this and this and this and and some of our draft picks? Yeah. You know, your OKC, you've lost. But honestly, we start. The, the one thing that we've talked uh. about multiple times is I I believe Monty McNair has to like swing for something this year. That would be the ultimate swing because if it fails, you're out of a job. In you all better feel right? that damn confident right. in that swing. Good sounds from some Kings peeps. Uh, Deuce and Mo. They got their own podcast. It's pretty cool. Um, it is a good conversation, though, uh, that they bring up about the Kings. They do need to swing for something. They need to do something. I was at that game in Sacramento a little bit more than a month ago, and they got their uh, balls handed to them straight in their mouth from the Jazz. 50 points. A 50-burger. Uh, that's a lot of burger. So, yeah, going to L.A. tomorrow. Going to catch the Angels. SoFi on Thursday, though, I will be uh, probably doing an article for Sports Talk Line. Uh, covering the Rams. I know it's crazy, right? What am I doing in LA? <laughs> I actually got a Rams jersey, so uh, I did tell the people to come with me, but they waffled. <laughs> Diego has no balls. <coughs> uh, yeah, some Rams fans didn't want to accompany me on the trip, even though they're Rams fans. 
They couldn't get the days off from both their bosses, the 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 wifey and the real job. <laughs> both vetoed it, I think. Only because uh, this guy had a, a thousand excuses why he couldn't go. And then he waited till like Monday to ask his boss if he could have Wednesday and Thursday off. Like an idiot. <laughs> yeah, I just don't think uh, this guy just wanted to go in general. So, um, yeah. I'll be definitely checking out the Rams practice. It's going to be different though seeing Stafford and not weak-ass Jared Goff behind center. But I'm excited to see the new-ass stadium, though. Since COVID last year, this is the first time I think fans are actually going to have like the chance to be inside the stadium. Besides like an actual game, which I got preseason tickets for, for the Niners versus the Chargers. Remember now, Rams and Chargers share the same stadium. Weak as shit. <laughs> uh, hello funny, though. So I'm going to get to check out the Chargers. Kind of presentation of SoFi in uh, late August, uh, but before that, I'm going to check out the Rams presentation. Supposedly the team store is open. I'm just going to check that out see what they got in there. I did mention I did get a Jared Goff jersey. <laughs> she was held cheap on Fanatics. I was like, fuck it. I don't want to be that guy that's going to a, an open practice of another team and comes in with like a rival jersey or a division rival jersey. Like dickheads that go to a Raider, like... Uh, not Raider, uh, dickheads that go to uh, Niner practice or training camps and they want to wear their Raider jerseys. Most of them do it just for attention. It's like uh, you're going to a Niner camp and they're obviously not for like the media or anything. They don't got their phones out or not like, you know, they're just being uh, douchebags. Hey, douchebag. Hey, uh, take off your Raider jersey, douchebag. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah. And you'll, uh, don't worry, Niner fans will boo the shit out of that Raider fan. You might, uh, you might catch a a cowboy fan coming to a, an open niner training camp or uh, some open shit at Levi's. These motherfuckers are just looking for attention usually. They're like Dodger fans that show up to a Oracle Park. Um, yeah, I usually just wear my. Okay, I'm not. I'm, <laughs> I do the same shit. I'm not gonna lie. So when I go to LA, I went to the Dodger game last time. I wore my Giant shit, but I wasn't like walking around with my fucking chest out like yeah, Giants bitch. Who wants some? <laughs> uh, yeah. People that usually wear their cowboys and fucking raider shit are uh, looking for attention or drama. I am not that dude. I'm not looking for attention or any kind of drama. I'm going by myself. Uh, so I'm trying to blend in as well as I can. Shit. I'm even taking like a... I'm not even taking a sports hat really with me. I'm taking a Hawaii hat I got in Hawaii. It's a parasailing. US parasailing. It's like alien. <laughs> Just to, to be a little more inconspicuous. Yeah, and the undershirt I'm wearing is like a warrior shirt, so it's yellow and blue, so it's going to blend in just fine with the weak-ass Rams jersey and the fucking Maui hat that I'm going to have, or Hawaii. I forgot which one I got it at. <laughs> but uh, yeah, trying to blend in. I'm not trying to be that douchebag at the open practice. So I'll definitely let you all know how that stadium is. I don't know if I'm going to do a podcast while I'm in LA. I might do one after checking out the stadium. I might not. I don't know. But we'll see. So until then, everyone mask up, sanitize up, and get the vaccine if you want. If you don't, I definitely understand. Aza back in town, checking it out tonight before I head out tomorrow morning to LA. So we'll see how that is. Aza back. <laughs> All right, everybody. Until then, remember safety dance until after this month. 
And then I don't know if we're going to need to do safety dance. We're going to have to check out guidelines and go over all that good stuff. But uh, until then, we still have it going on. Safety dance, people. Safety dance. Safety dance. Safety dance. Who will save the dance? Yes, save the dance. Who will save the dance? 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 Who will save the dance?